0: Thanks for tapping into The Shift is Real, a podcast where we have casual conversations about growth, discuss stories of personal transformation, and share moments of insight. I'm your host, Tiffany Wright. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey and excited to talk about these shifts. So let's get into it, y'all. Please be advised, explicit language may be used. All right. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tapping into The Shift is Real. I'm your host, Tiffany Wright. And I'm so excited today, as always, to be in this space with y'all. Today, I have my first guest on. Her name is Raquel. She is an amazing, amazing woman. Um, I love her dearly. We met because I have a nonprofit called Coco Coalition and she <laughs> she worked with us for a couple of years. She was an amazing volunteer and support for our network. She's just so dope. She is a writer, she is a blogger. She is a woman that represents empowerment, that represents self-love, that represents acceptance. I truly, truly adore her and admire her for just how she authentically moves about the world. She's from Chicago. She, w- I would consider her, and she considers herself a storyteller, a creator of with love, Raquel, um, and she aims to inspire women through her journey of life, love and laughter. As I mentioned, she's a writer. She's a contributing writer for Chicago Defender, where she focuses on sharing the stories of Black entrepreneurs as well as neighborhood heroes. She's an avid philanthropist. She's mentored women as they transition from high school to college and beyond. She's worked with a uh, so many different community efforts when she isn't giving back or building her growing brand. She enjoys dancing red wine and spending time with loved ones. So I want y'all to give it up for Raquel. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you. (laughs) Listen, I love you dearly. It runs deep. I love, I love
1: love I
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love your joy. I love your thirst for life. I love your hunger. Um, And I just love how authentic you are in sharing your story with, you know, your Mm -hmm. social media family, (laughs) your platform, and that's why I wanted to have you on.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You know, someone, um, I had a relative recently comment about one of my blog posts that I put out about um, me and my journey with fibroids. And she's like, I just, I admire your bravery. And I'm like, you know, it's hard when you share so many intimate details um, about your personal life with people who you don't know. But at the same time, you have to be obedient to that because your tests and trials through life, they have nothing to do with you. They're for you to go through so that you can impart that wisdom on someone who may be approaching the same trial and help them to navigate it as they go through the many ups and downs of life. So it's hard, but I know that it's, you know, it's a greater purpose behind it. So I'm honored.
0: <laughs> yeah, girl, listen, you've been through a lot and I don't think that people know yeah. unless they know you, yeah. right? And yeah. and that's anyone, right? In the social media world, we'll, we'll share whatever we want to share, and people don't always understand the journey. You know, when they see a person like yourself or myself that's loving life, living life, like they don't understand maybe the depth of the difficulty, the challenge, or the pain that you had to go through, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's why today I want to talk about patience.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that has been patience has been the recurring theme of my life, for all of my life. But I want to say, for the most part, for the last maybe three years, um, I've been in this not or not yet type of season. Not yet. It's not time. Give it a minute. Wait it out. And I'm like, come on. Like, how much longer do I have to wait? How much more patience do I have to have? But you know, when the things finally do come to fruition that I've been instructed to wait on or to hold off on when they finally do happen, I understand why I understand why I had to wait. I understand why I had to wait for as long as I did. And I understand what was being birthed um, and instilled in me at the time when I was waiting. So patience has been, it's been a big part. And I want to say within the last, um, within the last, Few months, I have seen where a lot of things that I've been asking and praying and fasting and meditating on, and um, where I've been told to wait, I am, I'm beginning to see. I'm beginning to understand why, and I'm beginning to walk into a season where the things I've been asking for they're now being given to me. There, I'm walking into blessing after blessing. You know, I'm just walking into these things, and I'm like, I get it. You know, and that patience has birthed, or it's instilled a sense of strength. Um, it's my character, you know, it's just, it's done a lot for me and it's just transformed me and who I am just all together. So I don't even know who I was three years ago. Like I am nothing like that girl anymore. Like I am a totally different person because of the journey, because of the weight, because of having to be patient. Um, and just, yeah, that's, that's been my journey with that. <laughs>
0: Listen, no, I feel you, especially you saying your whole life has been about patience. One thing that I've learned to do is pay attention to like <laughs> themes, mantras, or patterns that I notice come up for me, right? And I've been doing that maybe for about I would say about 4 years and I realized that patience is always something that comes up for me. And so, let me give you an example. It could be something like I'm waiting for somebody to come pick me up and I'm getting like really anxious, right? And I'm like, "Oh, this feels like a good opportunity to practice patience," right? Um and I'll go through these seasons where I feel like All the powers are trying to put forth this lesson in front of me uh, till it really settles down and then I get it. And then maybe I might get too excited and then I release it. (laughs) And patience is definitely one of those things. (laughs) And I realized that all of my shit, it comes from a long journey. Yes. Like, and that's how I know patience is a thing for me because there will be people around me that might be able to experience things so much earlier or faster than me. And mine is the longest. Just as simple as when I'm in the grocery store, I could be going into the fastest line. And as soon as I get in the line, it slows down. Girl, someone unloads like
1: 511
0: items and you're like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. In the traffic lane, I could be going to the fastest <laughs> lane. And then as soon as I get into it, it slows down. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> here we go. You know, I'm always thinking that I can, okay, I can get into the faster lane, but that's just not my journey, right? And so you even saying like you understand what your journey looks like. I think that that's real dope because It gives you context in how to relate to what comes up for you,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? Like you want to get a job. Okay. You want to get this job or this opportunity or this position right away. But because you know that patience has been a theme in your life, be open to the fact that it may take you a little bit longer to get that thing.
1: Yes for sure. And then sometimes patients can teach me that what I, what I thought I wanted, I don't necessarily, I don't really want that. Um, So for instance, you know, with my whole fibroid journey, right. I was diagnosed with uterine fibroids in March, April of last year. And at the time I could have gone and just gotten them removed right then and there, been put to sleep, cut me or whatever they have to do to remove the problem fibroids so that I can have, you know, healthy, normal reproductive life. And, um, at the time my mother was like, well, let's, let's just wait and see. And my doctor was like, well, let's just hold off for a second. And over time it got worse. The symptoms from my, from my fibroids, they became getting worse and worse and worse until like the summer was just a shit show. It was a bloodbath for lack of better words. And. Um, You know, I finally was able to get insurance again and I went to the doctor and I was so nervous because I'm like, I don't know how big my fibroid is. I don't know how many more there are. They're going to have to cut me. They're going to have to put me to sleep. I'm nervous. I don't know. I I don't I I don't know what this is going to look like because I've never had surgery. I've never been cut. I've never been put to sleep. And I go in to see the doctor. And while he's doing the pelvic exam, he was able to just like remove my fibroid with his hand. And I'm just like, that's it. He was like, yeah, that's it. And what that that instance taught me, yes, it seemed like it was a grueling journey to go through 18 months of uncertainties, 18 months of your body constantly changing and you don't know what's going on. All these different factors and things are beginning to play in your head. What I thought I wanted, I realized I don't want, I was like, I want to get the most minimally invasive procedure possible because I don't want to be cut and I don't want to be put to sleep because this has never happened and I'm terrified of this happening. All of that leading up to me going to the doctor for him to just doing a twist and a tug and the, and the problem fibroid just came out just like that. It showed me that what I, what I thought I wanted, I did it. And to be open and to believe for something better because a better solution came along that is as minimally invasive as it gets, (laughs) very little recovery and cost effective, might I add. So (laughs) a lot of times... um, For me, what I've learned is that the patience that I have to endure, it's to show me that what I thought I wanted, I really don't. And that there is a better solution. One that is so miraculous that I couldn't have even imagined that it was out there.
0: Yeah, that's for real. (laughs) Because when you want something your way in the time that you want it, you're actually closing yourself off to possibilities. And when you close yourself off the possibility, <laughs> you know, like you're saying, you're also closing yourself off to possibly better solutions for the very thing that you need or that actually serves you. Right. Like we, even for the most expansive mind, we still have limiting understanding around the possibility around how life can unfold for us. You know, even someone who might have spiritual giftings of foresight, they don't know the full picture. They don't know how everything unfolds. You know, they just see like a preview. And I think we overestimate how much we know sometimes. And I too find that patience allows me to have different perspectives. And it also just allows me to see more because let's imagine something takes you two months to do versus a year. There's more that you get to observe and learn in that year versus if that happenstance would have occurred within that two-month period. I agree. So you you also are, are Collecting more wisdom, more understanding, more insight, more knowledge. I think that's real powerful. I never thought about that.
1: It is. It absolutely is. You know, that's why I'm at a place now where I'm like, however it's going to unfold, it's how we respond to unfold. I try not to put limitations or restrictions on anything. I just try to remain open and hope that. Um, I try to stay open and within alignment with whatever my purpose or my path is. Because when I do that, then it forces me to not be so boxed in to just this one particular area. I um for I wanna say for the past year, I have really been shifting my mindset from that of Goal setting and planning. I have to do things this way. I have to have this by this year and timelines and things. And I just I stopped and I said, you know what? Maybe the journey is less about making a plan and more about just being in alignment. And part of being in alignment is that wait, is that patience? Is that you know, is that being still portion? Because you don't know what direction you're being shifted into. Ooh, know what direction yes, you know you're being redirected in. Hell, you don't even know if the direction that you're going in is is the end all be all. And you have to prepare yourself to pivot and go into a completely different one. So that's why I've kind of I've shifted even from from that way of thinking. So now people are like, what's your plan? What's your goal? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just sitting back waiting on my next instruction. Like that's, you know, that's that's just it. And I'm learning to embrace that. I'm learning to embrace those periods and those seasons of uncertainty because when nothing is certain, anything anything is possible. And I'm also learning to appreciate the patience because I know that whatever it is and I'm about to walk into, it was worth it. And it took that time to cultivate and to, you know, in order for it to come to fruition, it took time for that thing to really form and be this thing that that blew my mind because what I thought I wanted may not have been the best option for me.
0: Hmm. Ooh, girl, I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. <laughs> okay, now, for real, for real, because that's how I feel, mm-hmm. and that's that's where my spirit be, mm-hmm. a lot of times, most mm-hmm. of the times. But what about when you get in your head, though? Like, are there certain things that you do get in your head about? Like, for me, I think, that when it comes to patients is real applicable when it comes to like building wealth, professional goals, even like maybe adventures I want to go on or certain experiences I want to have. But the area that is most challenging for me around the patients piece Romance. Romance? Oh,
1: girl. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And so, like, I feel everything you saying, like, that, that sits in my spirit. And most of the time I can ascribe to it. And then sometimes I have these little temper tantrum moments like, but what about me? Where is mine? what's going on? You know, and, and then I like, (laughs) then I like get out of that alignment. And then I have to like work my way to get back in that. Um, are there any areas for you where like, yeah, this sounds good, but this should be hard to like stay in sometimes.
1: Okay. So first of all, I am a true Libra. So I stay in my head, balancing and going (laughs) back and forth with, does this make sense? Does that make sense? This sounds good. And I'm on the path for that, but this sounds a little more intriguing. So this is my life, okay? (laughs) As patient as I am, I am always battling both sides in my brain because I'm trying to figure out the best possible option for me and what makes sense. And I think when I get in those moments, the best thing for me to do is to just sit with them for a second. If I'm going to go back and forth with myself, let me just go back and forth with myself until I am finally get sick of my own shit. And I'm like, you know what, Raquel? You know what you want to do. Just stop. This is foolish. Like, that's that's not the best thing for me. Sometimes I, just, I have to sit in that. I have to sit in my indecisiveness. I have to sit in all of my second guessing. I got to sit in that because for me, um, I do have to weigh both sides. I like looking at both sides. I'm able to see both sides. Does this make sense? Does this make sense? Or, you know, I'm I'm able to do that. And I I, I enjoy it in some strange way.
0: In some strange way. Yeah, no. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you, you kind of a, a masochist a little bit. A little. Right. But I,
1: <laughs> but I in all honesty though, I just I have to I just sit in for a second because I know that those those, those dueling thoughts, um, eventually they fade and I find myself coming back to maybe not so much what I originally thought, but something better. So that's why I just, I just sit in them and just, you know, that's a whole part of patience in and of itself, me and my internal battles. And I have to be patient and wait that thing out.
0: <laughs> and when you're having that internal battle, wh- what do you do to ground yourself? What do I do? That's a very good question.
1: I can't say I have a go-to thing that I do. Um, sometimes I call up a friend and I talk to them because sometimes I just need to talk it out. I need to he- actually hear myself say it and get those thoughts out of my head. And once I do that, then I'm like, this wasn't as hard as I thought. <laughs> you know, just, I just need to hear it and mm-hmm. also tell myself, Raquel, you sound foolish. Um, so that's <laughs> sometimes what I do. <laughs>
0: Girls, we got to tell ourselves that we sound foolish sometimes because, you know, that narrative that's in your head. Sometimes it's critical. It's unhealthy. It's hella irrational. It's distorted, you know.
1: Yeah. Or sometimes I do have to sit there and I, I ask myself, okay, what changed? You were so on board with this. What changed and how important is that to make you want to second guess what you initially thought you know, thought to be true. Like I have to, I have to do that with myself too. So it's a few things that I do, talking to friends, reason with myself. Sometimes I write everything out um, just to see. So I have my list of pros and cons. I have several notebooks that have so many different pros and cons lists there so I can really look at them and get an idea. And then I really just have to sit there and, you know, I have to tap into my spiritual side and understand that, Um, understand that our creator isn't the author of confusion. So if I do find myself getting confused with anything, that's got to be coming from somewhere else, you know, because I received a message that was clear as day and now all of a sudden I'm, I'm confused or I'm having thoughts or I'm going back and forth with myself. So I'm have to sit there and I have to ask myself, you know, in addition to where did this come from? Why do I suddenly feel this way? Why am I? all of a sudden battling with myself about this and know that if this was a message that I firmly believe that I heard from my creator, then why do I all of a sudden have these second thoughts? Why is that?
0: And you mentioned some real important, um, spiritual connection, right? Because that does matter when you are getting in your head and like you say you're experiencing confusion or doubt or worry or having any type of anxiety all the things that are anti-patience right and being able to have a a bigger sense of knowing or clarity or trust like to me when what what you're saying what comes up is trust, right? Trusting that things will unfold in your favor, trusting that life is going to give you what you need, right? That to me in hearing you speak, that's what I'm associating patience with. And when you have a sense of spiritual grounding and connection, your trust is it goes beyond yourself because time is so elusive. And so when we're being impatient, we're really trying to control time, but we can't control time. We can't. I mean, time in a very (laughs) elusive way is, we try to measure it, but it's still not completely accurate. You know, I mean, if you're getting into the, physics and the metaphysics of time you know the things that we see have actually technically already passed right and so this concept of time i mean we really try to control it but but we can't and so you have to or you don't have to but it would serve a person to trust the unfolding just like you can trust that you can walk one step in front of the other or you trust that you can Actually twist the doorknob and the door will open like all the small things that you can trust and believe in. You can apply that to bigger things, experiences, occurrences that require patience.
1: Yeah. And that's another thing. Um, and I'm happy you brought up trust because that's an area that I definitely struggle with myself in. <laughs> it's just, it's, it is trust. So as patient as I am, um, I realize that sometimes, or not as patient as I am, as much as I've dealt with patients, um, I'm learning that it is teaching me how to trust myself and trust the process because, you know, again, um, I need to be confident in whatever it is that I'm seeking and be secure in it and know that it's going to work out for my good. Um, it's going to exceed my expectations. So that's another thing. It's, it's that trust piece. Um, or as patient as I can be. You know, I still struggle with <laughs> trusting myself and my decision-making and making sure that it makes sense for me.
0: No, that that's real. I think a lot of people struggle with trusting themselves, you know, um, especially if they feel like they've made decisions that in hindsight they wouldn't have made, <laughs> no matter how big or small. And you're right that sometimes maybe patience and a lack of trust in self can, can go together, you know. Or not believing that you'll get what you want. You know, like that is definitely, as a therapist, something that I constantly am working on with clients is identifying what we call negative core beliefs. And these are beliefs that you have that are so unconscious, but they totally, totally Impact how you see yourself, other people, and the world. And a very popular negative core belief is, "I cannot get what I want." And this is a belief for people who've been neglected, who feel like they've been injustice all their life, who feel like they've gotten the short end of the stick, right? And so sometimes let's say when you're wanting something or you're setting a goal or you're desiring something and you want it as soon as possible and you can't practice patience. Part of that is connected to this fear that you're not going to get what you want. And, and that's why you can become even more impatient. And when it comes to the trust piece, it's like, okay, well, I didn't make the best decision before and I didn't get what I want. So If I can't trust that time is going to unfold, then it's going to drive me out of my mind and I become impatient. You know, it gets I mean, it gets real deep. It gets real deep, (laughs) you know. So uh, the notion that you're saying the trust, the process. Again, sometimes there are these statements that feel like, okay, okay, but it's really true. Like everything is a process. Everything is a journey. And for me, I'm so big in leaning into nature to be my teacher when I feel like I'm going out of my mind. And when I think about journey or process, I think about stages of change like metamorphosis or I think of like seasons changing. You know, I think of what it takes for a tree, a plant, a shrub, a flower to bloom, right? Like I have to ground myself in those knowings to remind myself like everything is a process.
1: Yeah, I get that. I think for me, um what what I what reminds me of everything being a process, I look at um I look at childbirth. I look at the natural thing. I look at everything from conception to, um, going through, uh, and I don't have child the first, but, you know, just just looking at that though, um, everything from conception to all the months that it takes for this baby to grow. And then finally going through the delivery process. Like that's what I think about, um, when I look at patients. So a lot of times when I look at whatever areas that I'm in, in my life that are just taking forever, I'm just like, it takes 10 months to make a baby. So who am I to put a timeline on when I want something to happen for me? Who am I to do that? Because it, it takes it takes time. It's it's a process. And I have to lean into that. And again, look at it like if a woman can go through this for 10 months and then go through however many hours of labor to bring this little human to life, then surely I can wait for as long as I need to for something to happen.
0: <laughs> listen, I appreciate that leaning into it, leaning into the process. I think that that that's the takeaway, y'all. <laughs> when it comes, no, for real, when it comes in, when it comes to patience, learn to trust, learn to lean into the process, and be open to time giving you more than you expected like those are my takeaways from what you're saying and i i appreciate you i appreciate your groundedness and and i feel that you're not saying this just to say it like this is this is your truth like oh, you girl, live, live in it my life. <laughs> <laughs> that, that this is your truth what was a moment that created a shift in understanding the value of patience for you? What what was a shifting moment for you?
1: So there have been a few. Um, there have been a few. I want to say my very first instance of dealing with patience was when I was graduating, when I was a senior in high school. And I Turned down an offer to go to Purdue to study engineering. I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to go to an HBCU and study mass communication. And my mother was livid. She was like, how dare you turn down a full ride <laughs> for this school? <laughs> I was like, that's not what I want. That's not, that's not speaking to me. That was, and in fact, that was my first lesson in, in trusting your gut and having faith and walking in alignment. That was my first instance of that. Um, or my first lesson in that, but I went through a, a, a season where I didn't know how I was going to pay for school, and the one scholarship that I was banking on, they turned me down, they selected someone else. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for school. All I know is I'm going to Clark Atlanta University, and I don't know how I'm going to pay for this, but that's where I'm going, and um. As fate would have it, the day before my graduation, I received a call from UNCF saying that someone turned down the scholarship and I was the next person in line for it. So I ended up going, you know. So that was, um, that was my first instance of being patient and having faith and trusting the process. And in addition to me receiving that um, that scholarship, I was also awarded, I forgot what the name of the award was, but it was named after um, a former Chicago Bears football player's mother who believed in education. So it meant even more the fact that I was not only awarded this four-year scholarship to the school of my choice, but I was also given this award that was named after someone's mother who believes so firmly in education. And the more like I looked up the particular football player and I learned that he believes in having faith and trusting the journey and being patient and trusting the process and everything. So that was my very first instance of it. Recently, um, I'll say uh, just fibroids that has that has taught me a lot because when you don't know what's going on with your body and you have to wait and see and things are seemingly getting worse and it feels like there is no end in sight it takes a lot of patience because you just you don't know it's a lot of patience it's a lot of frustration there are so many feelings of isolation that are there and you really just have to lean in and believe that something greater is going to happen You don't know when it's going to happen. You don't even know how it's going to present itself, but you just have to lean in and trust that something better is going to come along and you have to just patiently wait that thing out while your body is seemingly, like I said, getting worse. My periods went from six to nine days to 10 to 15 to at one point I was, it was like 90 straight days. And, you know, with all of this going on, and I just, I just have to trust that my body will repair itself. I just have to trust that I will be seen by someone who would give me the best possible option to heal me from what I'm going through. And that right there was just, that was a lot. That was, that was a lot. And for it to just all of a sudden I go in and something as simple as a doctor just Doing a pelvic exam and saying, Hey, your fibroid is dangling out of your uterus. And he does a twist and a tug and it just came out effortlessly. And I was able to resume normal activities the same day. And I haven't dealt with any issues since then. It just it taught me a lot just about believing, believing for better, but also loving your body and understanding that it can go through so much. You know, and only for it to still sustain itself, only for it to still function normally. And I'm grateful for that experience because I look at things totally different, completely different. So that has been the most transformative um, experience I can think of as it relates to patients.
0: Let's take a deep breath together. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Hmm. Oh well, thank you so much, sis, for coming on. I really appreciate you. I'm sending you love and hugs and Anything. heart, love, joy, sunshine, all the stuff. Um, thank y'all for tapping in today. Want to encourage you to make sure that you share this episode with someone. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment. Feel free to email me and help you just move forward in your day and your week. Remembering one key takeaway, lean into trust, lean into the process when you're feeling overwhelmed, try to remember these wise, wise words that this woman shared (laughs) today. And I also just want to encourage you, pay attention to any shifts in your life. They are real. Seek to shift, seek to grow, and seek to be you. So next time, y'all.